It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome to KSL Cafecito, the podcast where we talk all things culture over some nice cafecito. I'm Shuel Cardenas. And I'm Yvette Cruz. Thanks for joining us. So today we're talking about fear, and we're talking about what the fear, all kinds of fear, fear, whether it's our fear that we have of a certain physical object or physical thing, or the fear that just usually is psychological. So let's get started. So the other day I was scrolling through Twitter and I noticed uh, Donovan Mitchell, Utah Jazz guard, he posted something that, a video that I had not seen in a, ever, but I know you have seen an event yeah. before. It was one of Mr. Will Smith talking about overcoming fear and overcoming the moment that that anxiety kicks in. And we all go through fear at some point and we all carry some sort of fear one way or another right. with us. I know a lot of us try to play it off or try to say like, oh no, like I ain't scared of nothing or, or nobody or nothing. <laughs> now that might be the case. You might not be afraid of somebody, but you're afraid of something. And that something doesn't right. have to be something physical. It could also be something mental. Mm -hmm. So I watched this video the other day and I just really liked it. So uh, I want to play a little bit of it here at the start to talk about just the idea of how to overcome fear because it really can be devastating for a lot of us. And for many of us, some of us, we don't accomplish what we truly can achieve because of that fear. And a lot of times it can be something physical. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's just ourselves. But before we get into that conversation, let's play a little bit of this video of Will Smith. Listen in and guarantee it's going to inspire you. So this is Will Smith talking about his first time skydiving. They say on three. And he pushes you on two because people grab on three. And you fall out of the airplane. And in one second, you realize that it's the most blissful experience of your life. You're flying. There's zero fear. You realize at the point of maximum danger, is the point of minimum fear. The lesson for me was, why were you scared in your bed the night before? What do you need that fear for? Everything up to the stepping out, there's actually no reason to be scared. And then in that moment, all of a sudden, where you should be terrified is the most blissful experience of your life. And God placed the best things in life on the other side of fear. So that was Will talking about his experience and how really everything that led up to the moment, all that fear was just building up. But then when the moment actually occurred... Everything else kind of just fell in its place and the fear was gone. So all that looking back in retrospect, he thought, why was I just, why was I scared? Why did all that 
Why did I let that build up, that fear just build up and continue to build up and probably not let me sleep until that moment? And then kind of what he said when he said that they pushed him out on two, because, yeah, that fear is going to be like, no, here's the moment. I'm going to have to stop it. But no, that other force, this time being the, the professional skydiver, he forces it like, no, like we're doing this and this is the moment. So you don't expect it. So you can just go. And then it becomes ecstasy and it becomes something, something really beautiful. So I was really inspired by this video. Uh, I'm sure you were the same as, as well. And it made me think about just fear and just overall talking about the idea of fear. Now, both of them, there's obviously things that are physical. There's something that are, that are mental, but I want to get first your reaction to this video and then just your thoughts on, on, why sometimes that happens to us that we allow these things to build up this fear to to sort of build up so in my opinion i think fear comes from an expected outcome if that makes sense so for example i've always wanted to skydive so i and i will hopefully one day do it i'm gonna sign up for it i'm gonna do the training or whatever you need to do i'm gonna get into the plane and i i can guarantee you that once I'm at the door and you're looking and I'm looking down, I am going to freak out probably and maybe rethink it. But I'm up there. So yes, I guess I would want someone to push me too. But what I mean about like the fear fear being an expected outcome is I would be afraid at that point. What if I don't make it? This like, what if I don't make it the way I think I'm supposed to make it? And that's when that's when fear takes over because there's a there's an unex I guess it's the fear of an unexpected outcome. I mean, with anything, you're just afraid that something will turn out not the way you want it to, and that could be dangerous. You think, well, you could get hurt. You think you could die. You think someone else could get hurt. You think someone else could die. And so, some fears I think are rational, like they make sense. They're logical. Some fears maybe not. But who are we to judge what someone else's fear is? Um, I actually did, I, I've, like I said, I've always wanted to skydive, but a few years ago I was living in Las Vegas and I did, I jumped off the stratosphere. Like it's, I think it's called the sky jump and it's like, I think it's like 800 and something feet up. And I like, I love adrenaline. I love that kind of stuff. So I did, I got up there, I, I signed up for it. I paid, they, I got to put on the gear and I got onto the ledge and I was really excited. But let me tell you, when I got onto the ledge, there's this like cord that like, that is like holding you. Once I got onto the ledge, I felt it pulling me. So it wasn't me in control anymore. That cord was in control and I felt it pulling me over it. Like, and that's when I got scared. That's mm. when I was like, wait a sec. I don't know if I want to do this. Why is it pulling me? <laughs> and, uh, but I jumped. I, I jumped anyway and it was great. It was awesome. Uh, I would definitely do it again. But I, I felt afraid when I wasn't in charge anymore because I obviously I signed up for it. I went out there. I was ready. And then when I felt that cord tugging me closer to the edge, I was like, nope, wait a sec. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, it was great and I loved it. But I think it's that. I think at that point when I thought I wasn't in control, that's when I got scared. And I think that's what happens in, in other situations when you think you don't have. And really, it makes I mean, it makes sense and it doesn't make sense because we don't really have control of a lot of things. Yeah. But that's what that's what fear can be. I mean, that's that. I, I love the video because what he said was just so amazing. He's right. Like, why are we afraid of things before they even happen? Why are we afraid of something that we don't know is going to happen? Why are we building? Why are we wasting our time the night before, two weeks before? And let me tell you, it's easier said than done. <laughs> but he makes sense. He, ma he makes a great point. Why are we afraid of all these things? And it's probably just because it's in our heads. And it's because of also because of things that we've seen. You maybe you may have experienced something or seen something. And now you're afraid of something because you know it's possible. Like, you know, there is an outcome that can happen and you've seen it. So you're not just making it up in your head and you're not being crazy. It's happened. And so, of course, you're going to be afraid. But I mean, he makes a point. Yeah. <laughs> we shouldn't be afraid. But... 
don't you think sometimes a little fear is necessary in certain situations? Because if, if we weren't fearless, I mean, if we were fearless and we weren't afraid of anything as human beings and we just went out there and did everything, can you imagine how many people would be hurt or yeah. dead? No, we all need we all need some sort of limits and we all need to know something that is an extreme. And if we didn't have extremes, then what would we know? What would we know is more risky than the other? What would we know that is more necessarily rewarding than the other? If everything was the same, then what's the point of it? So I think, yeah, we do need extremes. We do need those those moments of, I guess you could say, yeah, we need fear. We need fear sometimes because it can be a motivator, like trying to overcome mm-hmm. that fear or whatever it, could, or whatever it is. It can be a motivator and it could inspire you to do something great. Now it could also inspire you to crash and burn. That's mm-hmm. just, that's just yep. the truth. But the reward, kind of like what you were saying, the reward of what you can accomplish yeah. is, is, is out there. The blissful feeling yeah. of like free falling or whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. You know, thinking about kind of the, with this fear, I don't, I don't know about you, but, uh, that we all have different kind of fears and some of us have more physical fear. Some of us are more afraid of something physical than actually mental. Like for me, it's more of like my fears are more of just like, okay, I don't know if I'm going to succeed in this. I don't know. They're just more of, of just me instead of so something. So like a fear of failure. Yeah. That's more of my fears than I'm afraid of cats. I'm not afraid of cats, but I'm just saying like something like that. I'm, I do have like heights. I'm not good with heights, but that doesn't mean I'm necessarily going to not get on a plane. I'll, I'll get on a plane fine. But if you want me to go like hiking and go really high or go to the top of a mountain, yeah, I'm probably not going to do that. It's just, yeah, it's something about looking over the, the edge and, and just, no, nah, it's just to me, it's like, ugh, it's, but do you, I, I do need you to overcome. fear that you'll fall? Yes. I've always wondered, because I, I don't have a fear of heights. I know mm. a lot of people do, but I've always wondered, what is it with the, like, is it that you fear you'll fall and die or fall and get hurt? Uh, yeah, it's, it's a, it's more of a fear of just, of of getting hurt because okay. I don't I don't want to say I don't want to say that I'm not afraid to die I think anybody that says that they're not afraid to die has reached a certain extreme that you know some might agree or disagree might not be a good thing but I think it's more of the fact of getting hurt of the suffering part of it because let's I mean if we're gonna go all you know philosophical on everybody 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 dies that's just one of the guarantees and yeah. so some of us hopefully not more sooner than others definitely but. Yeah, I think it's more of the fact of getting hurt, of that pain, of that suffering, of even just the moments of free fall. And just like some people are afraid of, of drowning or some people are afraid, obviously, of animals. We've had people, people are afraid of snakes, afraid of spiders or afraid of whatever. So for me, it's that. For me, it's more of just like the, okay. the fear of just of the suffering and the pain that it would cause before you realize that's okay. Yeah. This is, this is it. So that's, but that's just me, but that's really the only, physical fear that I guess I had. There's some things that I don't like, but I'm not going to say I, I'm, a, I'm fearful of. Yeah. Like, I'm not a fan of vermin at all. Okay. You yeah. know, and, and if I see it, me da asco. Yeah. But, but you're not afraid. I, I'm not afraid of it. I'm not going to mm-hmm. run from it necessarily or, or things like that. You're not going to jump in a chair. No. No, okay. I'm not. No, I'm just going to be like, oh, stomp it or, like, <laughs> or, or whatever. A whole say, rat? Can you stomp a rat? Uh, I guess it can be possible, but it's probably pretty quick. Um, or spiders. Uh, I yeah. know you're not a big fan of spiders. No. And is <laughs> it, but is it more of like you're fearful of the bites or the fear of what is it that about spiders that gets you? I wish I knew. I think that... I actually had like I woke up today and I had like a bite on my leg and I feel like that's a spider. Um, as long as I didn't see it, it's fine. I don't know what it is. Like I know some spiders are little. So to me, they're all scary. And 
yes, I have like, don't even get me started on a tarantula. Then I would just, <laughs> and I wish I didn't have this fear because it, it, there have been times when it was, it, it's been debilitating. Like I can't sit in my own living room because I know there's a spider there and it's, it, and I've had to face these fears. I've had to, I live alone. So I, ha- I have to kill the spiders in my house. Oh, and it's just, it's the worst. <laughs> but you know what? If I think about it really hard, I, the first thing I ever remember being scared of is a spider. I, I don't remember too much. I don't have a gr- the greatest memory, but I remember being like three or four years old. This is when we lived in California. And I remember a white wall and what looked like a huge black spider. I don't know how, how big it was, but I remember it being huge. And I remember I had ne- I didn't know what it was. I didn't know like how to react. I, I just I remember being scared. And I remember I was with my grandma, my nana. And I remember her giving me a glass of water because I was like, so like to oh. calmarme. She may have given oh. me a tortilla too. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. But I remember being terrified in that moment and I didn't even know what it was. And so from then on, I don't know if it just stuck with me all these years. And it's just, so I, if I see them, like there's certain ones that I just kind of kill on instinct. And I know I shouldn't, I, for people who like free them and like take them outside. I have all the respect for you. I, if you want to come over and take this spider out and free it, I, I am all for that. But it, it's to me, it's like a survival instinct. Like I have to kill it because I don't know what it's going to do. And I know right. some spiders are good for the environment. I mean, Some it's a pest, technically. Not, yeah, With all the respect to those people that, that feel that way. Yeah, well, I, I know mean, they kill pests. certain... In, like, I, I, well, I don't know a lot. I'm not going to lie. But to me, it's it's a survival instinct. And it's like, you were, it's me or the spider. And the spider could also have spider babies. And then yeah. they could all come after me. And, and I know that it, for people who aren't afraid of spiders, I get it. It's like, it may seem dumb. But for me, it's it's I can't, I can't help it. And it's... And I know I'm not the only one. I know there's actually right. people have a phobia of spiders. I don't know if I have a phobia. Maybe it's like borderline phobia because they're like I, I I've never like moved out because there's a spider in right. my home. You know, I've sometimes have had to face it and I and I do it. But I can tell you that if you were ever to see me with certain spiders, like certain ones, I'll react and I'll be like, ha, I'll kill it. Other ones, it takes me a while and I have to like mentally, I have to, I have to pep talk myself. I have to be like, okay, on three, okay, one, two. And this this may sound so dumb to somebody who's no. not afraid of them, but. I, I just I and I wish I wasn't. I wish like I could get hypnotized and not be afraid of anything, right? <laughs> or at least spiders, so I could just like free it, you know, take it outside or just kill it or whatever. But I have like I have it's a, to me it's something that I have to face, and sometimes often I mean not daily or anything. But oh, and then I heard this thing one time. Oh, it's creeping me out. But someone said, or somebody, I, I read it somewhere. But like at all times, you're at least six inches away from a spider. I don't know if that's true or not. That did keep me up for a while. I don't like because I know they're everywhere, you know, and they're small. And, and, you know, I almost wish that there was like a, this is going to sound so dumb, but like I almost wish that there was like some kind of app or some kind of tracker so I could be like, okay, well, there's a spider, but it's here and it's, I mean, it's not anywhere near me and I'm good. And, you know, like at least like so I know it's not near me or so I can sleep peacefully or so I can be like, all right, I'm leaving. Spiders do your thing. Mm. I'll be back at four. You can hide then because I so, just I can't stand looking at when it scares me. So is it so it's more of just like when it's in your presence, because you just said a few minutes ago that you have a bite. But as long as you 
don't know where it came from, or as long as you didn't see it, it doesn't. So the fear can be overcome because yeah. you just said that you just it doesn't matter. Well, like I just I can't like it can't be in front of me. Like I've killed right. them before, so I've had to face the fear. I've had to look but at it. it. Physically touch you, you just don't want to. You just don't want to know that it's physically touching you. That's what you. <gasps> oh wait! Oh, that just freaked me out. Oh no! <laughs> well, yeah, well, I mean, yeah. You, I, I'm not trying you, to be mean no, no, about you, it. But you I'm make, to be no, like, you make a point like, though. Like because if I'm asleep, oh no, like, there is. I'm just I'm trying to say like though there is there is great hope. Like yeah, it's it's. It's but as long as I don't there. know, well, the right. thing is, like, like, oh, this but is. There is. But you know, you're you're gonna overcome this. I mean, I hope. But you know what? This is something that I thought when I was a kid. Like, I, when I was a kid, I lived obviously I lived with my mom, you know, and I was like, mom, if there was a spider, I could be like, mom, and my mom would come and kill the spider, and it was great. And I thought, okay, well, one day when I grow up and I'm my mom's age, like, I'm gonna be able to kill them. <laughs> and now <laughs> here I am, you know, <laughs> into my late twenties, and I don't know. Like, I what, what am I gonna hope to when I turn thirty? When I turn thirty five? When I turn forty? I'm not gonna be afraid anymore. I I don't well, know. Well, but, when is that moment when we overcome not just this kind of fear, but I'm talking, but like fears in general. Like right. For example, like I always had a fear uh, when I was when I was young. I always had a fear of asking someone out, of asking a girl out. Okay. Like I had a huge fear of that. I was so nervous. I was so shy. But it was weird because that was for me the only time I would feel that way. I would feel really nervous. I would feel really shy because usually. So like in high school and college, I was always very talkative, still to this day like that. But I would get really nervous because of that fear of rejection. Yeah. So that's, that, and that's very normal. Yeah. I'm and so that is. Too. And so finally, it just, to me, what kind of helped me overcome with that uh, was I remember I talked with a friend of mine and she was like, and she just made sense. And I think we've all heard this before. It's like, what's the worst that can happen? She's just going to say no. And you just move on. And I'm like, yeah, but that still hurts that no, no, you know, and it's like, but, but so that's life. Like, she's like, that's your, that's, 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 that's what happens. And so it's like, all right, fine. I'm probably going to get rejected. And here we go. And so I asked the girl out and she did say no. She did say no. <laughs> she Aww. said no. She said no. Um, that's, you know, whatever. And so, so in that sense, your fear came, your fear became a reality. You were rejected. Yeah. I was rejected. How and long it, did you, like uh, hurt, I guess. It, it bothered me for a day. Okay. It did okay. bother me for a day just because it's like, oh, shoot, that that really turned out the way I thought it was going to turn out because I thought it was going to turn out. I already had, what's the term that I already predicted? I already you knew. You expected the worst. I already expected the worst okay. and I, you know, I already knew that that was going to happen. And so, and it did. But that shouldn't be a reason necessarily to stop. And so I realized, okay, it, it's not always going to be No. Right. And I kept doubting myself. But then finally, it's like, okay, we moved on, moved on. And everything since then has been has been fine. But leading up to that moment and actually facing the rejection, because that was the biggest fear in the long term, it turned out to be well, because I figure, let's say if she would have said yes. And let's say maybe a year from now or a year from then, I should say I asked somebody else out and they say no. Then I'm delaying that eventual, oh, uh, like the eventual like defeat. Uh, yeah, in a sense. because it's not always going to go our way. Like it, with anything, with like, anything, you're right. So, so to me, that kind of helped. I'm like, okay, I got out, of, got through that. Uh, it already okay. happened. So, like you you've know, already felt like this way. You know, you can survive it. Right. So if it happens again, you know you'll be fine. Yeah. So let me ask you something. Yeah. Are you that that I'm guessing that was a long time ago? Yeah. Um, are you still like afraid of? rejection in that sense or do you kind of just like now think eh whatever happens happens you're not afraid like the build up isn't the same as it was before yeah the build up is definitely not the same but now I zone in a lot more when it comes to fear it's all more of the personal thing so like I, I'll, I'll tell you and I'll tell people here that are listening uh, like one of my biggest fears is always failure and my profession 
because I've had so much failure in my profession. Like I went five years of freelancing and that's unless you really enjoy that, that's typically not what a lot of people want to do. I, I know there's some people that have gone 10 years in freelancing and that's great, but a lot of us desire that stable job. And I couldn't find that. And it was really tough when you're doing something for six months or a year and then you realize you have to start over again, given you're gaining you're gaining more on your portfolio and you're gaining experience. And yeah, that's great, but you're still not getting what you want. And that that fear of, of failure has always been that sort of driving factor. And it's helped me accomplish, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm very thankful, uh, some good things. Uh, there might be a times where it's probably been a little bit more obsessive. And if you ask my friends, they might say I probably get too obsessive and it even sometimes affects my personal life because I put, I've put in the past my, my professional work, my personal life ahead of my personal life because I'm just so driven. Like I still, I want to succeed. I want to succeed. And, and, and I don't know how to stop because part of it is that fear of like, okay, I can't go back to this. Like I can never go back to doing that or I can never go back to being in the situation where you're struggling to find work or you're, you need more money, et cetera, et cetera. So kind of like we mentioned earlier, it can be a good thing because it does help you drive. It helps you like push a little bit more. Like, okay, I'm going to talk with these people. I'm going to go and, and do this or that. But it also can be very debilitating. It could be something that you don't even notice it. And I remember through those years, I had my friends tell me like, Hey, are you all right? Like you're, you seem like you're, you seem like you're pretty stressed. And I'm sure my family would say the same thing. I was pretty stressed because even though for the most part it was a success, but I didn't see it as success. I just saw it as more of like avoiding failure. I was more obsessed with avoiding failure than actually recognizing the successes at, at some points. And that's kind of sad, actually. Now, now that saying it out loud, that's, that's a little sad. I don't know about you if you've ever had something that, that, well, that drove, that drove you or was driving you to accomplish something, but at the same time, it could be seen as, it was kind of hindering you. I don't know if you've ever had an experience like that. I guess I, too, have a fear of failure. I think that's also a very normal fear. I I don't know if it it drives me in the sense that I, just, I pride myself on being a hard worker and I want to get the job done. But I, I wouldn't say it's debilitating. I, I would hope not. I don't know. But uh, yeah, I just I have a fear of failure. I have a fear of not being able to create like I, you know, like uh, writer's block. That I think that exists on all platforms. And so I have a fear and it's not like it comes and goes. It's not something I think about every day. But, yeah, sometimes I think, what if I can't write anymore? What if I can't write what I what if I can't express myself the way I want to express myself through my art? You know, what if I can't take pictures the same way I want to take pictures or just what if I can't capture this story and tell it the way I think it should be told? So I guess it's it's, it's a little bit of a it's a fear of failure. Yeah. But it, it and I guess it does drive me because. I don't want to fail, but, and so I, you know, keep looking for ways to, to perfect my craft or to just work with it. But I, I don't know if it's, yeah, I wouldn't say it's debilitating or it like hinders a lot of things. I, I think, I, I think if anybody thinks about it, everything could be improved. And so I always think, yeah, well, maybe my career could be improved or maybe my art, like the things that I create could also be improved. But I don't know if that's a fear. I think that's also like you being in your head. And so I think the fear of, well, maybe it is. I guess it's part of the fear of failure. So you find ways to make it seem like it could happen even more when really like you're just, you're kind of creating something out of nothing. And so I've dealt with that before. Uh, I deal with that sometimes. Like I, I know I'll probably still deal with it in the future, but I am working on 
um, using it as a motivating, motivating factor, I should say, instead of letting it hinder my life. Um, I also sometimes have a fear of vulnerability. Like I don't open up to people. Like I don't open up to everybody. Uh, my, my good friends, I, I, in my family, there's things that I'll, I'll talk to them about and there's sides of me that I'll let them see, but I don't. And I guess the whole fear of vulnerability is also, it's a form of rejection. I feel like I, I don't want to be vulnerable and then be rejected or be vulnerable and then be hurt. So it's like, it's, it's like a lot of things. Um, I wish I was fearless. Like I wish I wasn't afraid of anything physical or mental. Right. But like not in the sense that I could get hurt because I'm all here doing reckless things. Right. Just like just a good amount. I wish I was just like, you know, no. yeah, I'll try it. Sure. Why not? And then like be smart about a lot of things. I wish that that was a possibility. But I mean, fear is just I think it's it's just a daily part of not daily. I think it's just a regular part of life. I don't think I know anybody who isn't afraid of anything. Right. Um, and I, and that doesn't mean that those people aren't brave. I think I know a lot of very brave people, but I, I think they're brave because they face their fears and they, they tackle them head on and they may have to tackle them more than once. You know, I think that I like, I like with the whole thing with spiders, I have to tackle that fear every single time. I don't just kill one spider. And now like I face my fears, I'm done. I'm not afraid of them at all. No, I still have to do it every day. I actually got into a crash last year into a car accident and for a long time, and this still comes up every now and then, but for a long time right after the crash, I was terrified of getting behind the wheel. I was, and I know this happens to a lot of people who have been in accidents, maybe not everybody, but you fear that it could happen again or you fear that it could be worse. I was very fortunate in my night. I wasn't hurt bad, but I was, I think it was more of a mental thing. I was very, I was scarred mentally because I kept picturing and every time I was driving, I just kept picturing like another crash happening, another car coming out of nowhere and just T-boning me. I just, I still sometimes picture, but, and again, I had to like drive and I had to, I'd have to be like, okay, I have to get to from point A to point B and driving is the only way in this circumstance, in this situation. So, all right. And I'd have to pep talk myself. I'd have to be like, okay, car started. Okay. You're turning left. You're turning right. Okay. Now you're good. You're good. That car, it's fine. It didn't like, you know, like sometimes I think I've gotten a lot better now. It's been more than a year. So I've gotten better in that sense, but driving still sort of scares me. And being in certain situations when I'm on the freeway, I again, have to talk to myself and like, just, you know, calm myself down because um, you're, I know you've mentioned before you like driving on the freeway. You're more scared driving on regular streets yeah. with like lower um and, and it's And part of it is due because of an accident many years ago. Yeah. And so see, like it, it kind of, it stays with you. Um, but like my fear of the freeway is just because you're going faster right. and there's like a lot of cars and like, I just, so I mean, I've gotten better with it, but so I've had to face that fear, but I'm not completely over it. I still sometimes picture like getting hit. Sometimes I've, I've dreamt about it too. And, and I think the fear comes more now because it actually happened. And now the fear is what if it happens again and yeah. it's worse this time? Yeah. And, or what if it happens and it's my fault and I hurt somebody, you know, like there's so much that goes with it, but like, again, I wish fear didn't mm-hmm. exist. Yeah. And then, you know, I read, uh, there was this, uh, column that I read from many, uh, a few years ago, that said that there are two types of fears. There's the innate fears, which are the ones that are inborn, that are just born, that are just always just kind of, that are just with us. So like it says, most of our fears are around physical pain. Like these kind of fears are physical pain or death. So that's kind of, everybody kind of has that. Like nobody grows up. You didn't learn to fear spiders or snakes. You probably didn't learn to fear flying, the dark, 
clowns, mean-looking dogs, oh, or yeah, people clowns like you didn't necessarily learn that. Like, like I mean, I mean, you didn't say like, like learn it's that somebody actually taught you and said you should fear this. Mm-hmm. Something happened that like you know, the spiders, like the spiders or the yeah, dark or, that's true. or oh yeah, people yeah. get it locked in closets and then yeah. often they get claustrophobia or you know yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the other one is uh, as uh, this author here, uh, Anthony. I uh, hope I say his name last name right. Uh, Inan Narino. And he says identity fears is the one that's most debilitating because these are the ones that are we're afraid to do something because we'll get embarrassed. Uh, oh. Your ego, uh, public speaking. Yeah. Like so that's things, like rejection and this like is rejection. embarrassment. Yeah. Huh. Like like this. This is, he said he's his, he says that this is what our fears usually as adults kind of revolve around are these identity fears, these fears of the rejection of of these things more so than of clowns and things like mm-hmm. that. And those are the ones that can stop us from succeeding in life. Yeah, that's yeah. true. And, I can and, see that. And I think part of overcoming is kind of what Will Smith was saying in the video is just, you just got to go and sometimes go for it. And you just got to, and you got to see, unless it's something that, yeah, maybe your physical life can be in danger, or even you might have to do that because jumping out of a plane, your your life is in, in danger. It's, yeah, technically. Yeah, so. it's technically in danger, but that reward is there. And sometimes you'll get it. Sometimes you won't. That's just the honest truth. Not we don't all succeed. I mean, it'd be nice if we all could succeed, but some of us have to try two or three times to accomplish something and overcoming that that hurdle that is fear. And and it is like you said earlier. It's easier said than done for sure. But as long as we're able to try, I think that's one of the most important things, if not the most important thing that we have, right? Well, that's our episode for today. Thanks so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed. Don't forget to download and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, KSL News Radio, and the Stitcher apps. And don't forget to follow us on social media. On Twitter, we're at KSL Cafecito. I'm at Evie Cruz. And I'm at Shuel Carreras. And on Facebook, we're KSL Cafecito. Also, if you have any thoughts about the podcast, please uh, leave a review and rate the podcast. And if you have any ideas for future topics that you'd like us to discuss, feel free to reach out to us on social media. Thanks for listening. Thank you.